Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of the agents and spies that did uh operate during World War II, some of the most notable ones did go on to form like the FBI and the CIA. Yeah, true that's heroes. A, that's absolutely on true. Day. Yeah. The NSA, CIA, FBI, that's all because of what all the alphabet the agencies. World War. Hey everybody, welcome to pre-show. Happy Memorial Day. Not really happy. Is happy what you're supposed to say? Happy Memorial Day. I mean, I don't I mean, I get it. We're supposed to be revered and, you know, honorable and stuff like that. And I am. I'm just not sure how to do that. You know, (laughs) it's hard if, you know, if you don't, haven't lost somebody, you know, I mean, you can still be like, hey, thanks for doing the stuff you do. I really appreciate everything that you do and did, you know, but. There's another layer there, you know, that I can't begin to understand. It feels kind of like I'm imposing on people who have true memories and remembrances for individuals who, you know, died in the call of duty or whatever. Don't, I'm not, not going to comment on that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I know, refrain from but, commenting on that because, you know, you guys always talk about mine. About what? When I take a big old swig or something, you're always like, "Is David drinking? Are you?" Oh, I'm, I'm drinking on camera. People know what I'm doing. Oh, I, I got a drink right here too. Oh, what do you? I've got? been drinking something all this whole time, and you guys never knew. Oh, <laughs> I'm drinking. Uh, but we are going right to talk now. about all the I'm new books. I can throw my voice. <laughs> it's a terrible week for comics. I'm just saying. Last. Yeah. Last yeah. Wednesday of the it's month. It's not a, a lot good of week. This month. It is it's not a soft a good week. week. It is not a good week. It's, it's the fifth Wednesday. I know. It's so soft. They could have loaded up with something. Next week we'll get a thousand cool books. You know, they couldn't have or will double we? shipped. Come on, guys. We're gonna uh, get short shipped oh, this week. Yeah, right. Right. Well, what you guys do this weekend? Anything fun? Anything fun today with the day off or, or whatever? Well, I finally watched D D. Oh, yeah, cool. Hey, Andrew, thanks for stopping by. I saw smoke for all of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the D&D movie is solid. What did you think, dude? I thought it was solid. I, I thought it was really good. I, I, the wife never played D&D, never read a D&D book, and she really enjoyed it. You know, my wife has read the R.A. Salvatore books, but she's never played, you know, because I just told her, I was like, hey, these are really good fantasy books. You know, she was going through a fantasy thing. She's like, I don't have nothing else so to read. That, that so kind of helps those. her. Kind of helps where I don't have to explain anything to her because it's yeah. like she's like, oh, this is like really fun because it's like, oh, look, it's you know, it's Chris Pines, it's Michelle Rodriguez, it's Hugh Grant, it's like, right, it's, like, a, like it's accessible, yeah. yeah, it's accessible, and she likes yeah. that. But I with mean, that said, there's also a lot of cool Easter eggs in, in yeah, D&D if you're, a, if you're a big D nut, there are a lot of good Easter eggs. Oh, there's a lot of great Easter yeah. eggs in that movie, yeah, there is yeah. a lot of great Easter yeah. eggs, and my wife got that, like a lot of the town names and stuff, but uh. I, Andrew, it was super campy, but very enjoyable. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. the campiness, it was, it, it was, it camp. was trying to be helped. really fun. It was trying to be a whole lot of fun, Yeah, you know, and and, and yeah, it did work. The campiness I mean, as, me, opposed, me as opposed to like the other D&D movie from yeah, like There's no comparison. Ago. I wish people would quit talking about that. <laughs> the other the Jeremy Iron movie. one. Yeah. It just doesn't exist. It's not an actual hey, thing. At least, it, at least it's not mazes and monsters. So we can oh, just leave well, it at that. Oh, we're going deep in the Tom Hanks. Amazing Hank. monsters. Tom <laughs> special Hank. place Tom in my Hank heart for that right one, there. man. That's, 
That's like really <laughs> and, and guys, deep and, nerd and my, right there. My wife li- knows literally next to nothing about some sort of like any fantasy genre stuff because right. when she went to go watch Age of Ultron, she just goes, Is Ant Man a real superhero? And I'm like, Yes. Oh my gosh. Is. Yes. Yeah. So See, like, that's another she, thing. My old lady's like really into comic books, you know, to the extent where she likes events. All right. She won't read anything else. She's like, and she won't read it monthly because it's too long between the stories. But if there's like a big event where everything is crossing over, she loves those sorts of stories. So oh, she's read true. House of M. She's read Civil War. You know, she's read a couple of the other Bendis things. She doesn't read so much anymore, you know, outside of um, what's that fantasy one that, that she always likes? Uh, the ones where the, the, um, Grimm's fairy tales or whatever fairy tale characters fables. come to fables. Yeah, fables. She loves fables, man. Fables is a good book. Yeah. Uh Andrew chimed in again. I mean, camping with regards to like something like Bruce Campbell would be in or something. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Totally Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell is a serious movie. actor, and he would a never himself to camp. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta shuffle some folks around. Hey, oh, go. oh, I moved. Oh, you guys oh, got started early tonight. Wow. Well, we were talking about Memorial Day, so I was like, man, let's just do it. You know, if it's Memorial Day, we'll just talk about it. You know, we were, I actually said, do we say happy Memorial Day? It doesn't sound like that's what you should say. I don't think so. I mean, Memorial Day is, is Memorial Day, like, is supposed to be like a somber day, you know? Yeah, where you honor, you know, fallen. Yes, yeah. But you see, and I understand that, even as someone who has never known anyone who has fallen in, in, you know, combat or whatever. I feel like I'm almost like imposing on their memory. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it's a oh, tricky yeah, thing. Yeah, it I mean, tricky. It's, tricky. it's one of those things where, like, I've heard soldiers themselves talk about how, like, you know, thank you for your service. Just they almost feel like hollow words. You know, like, what am I supposed to say? Like a like Budweiser it, commercial now. You know, okay. yeah, like, like words okay. feel inadequate. You know, I looked it up. The, the appropriate Memorial Day greeting is not to wish people a happy Memorial Day, but for them to honor Memorial Day. Oh, well, okay. honor Memorial Day. Honorable, Honorable Memorial Day. Day. That works. I celebrated my freedom and did gardening all day long. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow, too. Very excited. Cut a lot of trees today, man. Cutting. So great. Did you put a dent in the bamboo? Uh, No, I did not do anything with the bamboo siding yet. <laughs> You were chatting that up, man. You were chatting up your bamboo. You're like, I'm going to do bamboo. I did some this weekend, just not today. I got a whole quarter of a bed totally like halfway sided with bamboo. I wish I had pictures. I should always have pictures of this. Yeah, brutal. Sorry, Andrew. Uh, All right, let's (laughs) do the thing. My special request. Mm -hmm. It's not a good week for me. I'm surrounded by assholes. Ah, Rick Moranis. Ah, what a great guy. Another episode of This Geek and Comics Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Romer Taylor, Andy, and Dave. 
all four of us here on this uh, Memorial Day, Honor Memorial Day, everyone. Uh, we're doing a preview show, talking about all the new books coming out this week. Uh, again, it is not a great week for. It's a light week. It's it's yeah, it's a, it's a very light week. It's a very soft week. But let's get into it. Oh, there's my dog going nuts. These are books coming out May 31st. Obviously, it says it right there. But it is the fifth, a fifth Wednesday. Um, so yeah, we're gonna have some some trouble finding some good stuff here. There is one book that I've already read that is a must read for any Star Trek fan. We'll talk about it way down at the bottom. But chat, if you see something, say something. If you want us to talk about a book, we will, even if we don't know anything about it. We'll still fake it till we make it. Uh, we started Image Comics, soon to be who knows where on this list. Um, hopefully they still get their, you know, secondary distribution, just like they have with Marvel at Penguin Random House. Uh, and DC still gets a section, even though they're, you know, Lunar exclusive. So hopefully Image doesn't go anywhere the same way IDW did, which is freaking whack, bottom. dude. That's a yeah, whack. It's disappeared off the face of the earth. No, they're down there they're in the, the independence. Comics and books. Yeah, with the rest of the. With the miscellaneous. Um, yeah, with the rest of them. They're getting the and the rest treatment. Yeah, yeah and the rest. Deep cuts yeah, number two. Deep this, cuts number two. This is a musical sort of thing. Not really my cup of tea. I I read the first issue. It was kind of okay. I just, I mean, I, I like the journey that's taken to how jazz music kind of came about down yeah. in you know neurons and but yeah. other than that, it's just kind of like. Not, not not for me. I mean, this is probably yeah. it probably has an audience somewhere, but it's not not my type of thing. Yeah, not for me. Uh good Asian gets collected really good. Philadelphia number 30 getting a second printing. Very odd. That's the one where Spawn shows up in the book. I know. <laughs> the book's wild. Uh Local Man number four. This is sort of like a nineties homage, nostalgia, lean. Uh, it's going back to like the old nineties image superhero stuff. Um, but in a modern day twist, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Savage Strength of Starstorm. Just looking at the cover of this, actually, let me. There's go a to lot the cover of S's of this. in this cover. Yes, it's a lot of S's. Cobra Commander took time with this title because of his speech impediment. Yeah. Um, but the Savage Strength of Starstorm, this cover is just like, man, this looks like way 90s image. Yeah, it looks like something out of Savage just Dragon. Weirdness. Like Jack Kirby. That's really hot right now. Yeah. Well, they do have some yeah. Kirby dots from that panel inside, there. Yeah. Look at that yeah. panel. A lot oh, of Kirby yeah. dots. Look at that yeah, let's panel. Look, I'm looking that at the artist right now. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking at the artist. Yeah, that's. Jason Feinstein. Yeah, Jason Feinstein's doing He's doing a good job with it. Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, so I got my eyes out for this one just to see, you know, how this works. Uh, the solicit's a little weird. An orphaned, amnesic high school student, Grant Garrison, is attempting to navigate his present and recall his past. And then a meteor decimates his school. <laughs> In the rubble, he finds a magical artifact. Um, that's a lot to happen to a kid. A lone survivor, right? Yeah, poor guy. Maybe not necessarily a lone survivor, but... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Dude, I don't know the fucking winding arc of this story, but presumably it was a traumatic experience, yes. Yes, it seems very dramatic. So, really good art here. I'm anxious to, to get my hands on this <laughs> Image one. is getting its own Naomi. Right? Mm. Torrent number four, superhero deconstruction. Basically, oh, superhero yeah. mom breaks bad. Uh, very cool. 
very fun. Oh, yeah, book. it's been a good series. Very good series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I like it. Uh, it's really weird how all these superhero sort of books have been coming to image since, I mean, basically since the Massiverse. You know, they're really trying to get back to their roots in a way, which is good. Yeah, it's a place. And for World them. Tree number two. Yeah, World Tree is great. It's about like the internet killing people. It's awesome. The dark web. James oh, yeah. this is, on the dark web. That that first issue was really, really oh, well dude. Done. And it was it was brutal. It was James Tiny and doing the best sort of horror that he does. Yeah. Great book. Great book. Um, yeah, so that's it for image. Not much there. A couple of good ones, but uh nothing at boom. They got a second printing and then the Grim Reaper pack bundle. Uh, it's weird that they don't have any more books. Maybe Diamond has screwed up and put them in the smaller press too, and the rest. But we'll look. Uh, Dark Horse only has one book. It is a Star Wars book. The all ages stuff from uh, Star Wars is still over at Dark Horse. So, uh, City Boy came out last week, but it is getting that cover B finally this week. Um, the DC Pride one shot, ten dollars. A lot of great covers. This one, I believe, is my favorite. Man, see, I'm not going to be able to find it because the damn solicits is so damn big. Yeah, oh, the, this is the one. The, the Bartel cover? Beautiful cover. Yeah. By, I, I think that's Jen Bartel. Yeah. Uh, let me look. Is that Jen Bartel? Uh, that is the Bartel no. cover. Yes, that, that is, is the Bartel, Bartel cover. cover. Yeah, with Harley Quinn and... Yeah. Poison, yeah. Maybe, yeah. So wonderful cover there. It's fantastic. That's going to be the one to get for this $10 monstrosity. Uh, but, I mean, Grant Morrison, Nicole Maines, Christopher Cantwell, Nadia Shamas, um, and then a bunch of cool different artists. Yeah, all I mean, with little takes on. Yeah, anthology rules always apply where, like, you know, they're going to be more, they're going to be expensive, and you just got to hope that, like, on average, like, half of them are pretty good, you know? Yes, 100%. Uh, a great thing that uh, especially DC has been doing lately in these big books, they put a lot of pinups in there. You know, try to showcase art, different sorts of art. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. But yeah, love Jen Bartel. Yeah, she'd win an Eisner this year for sure. Uh, moving on, not much else. There is a Detective 1072 with a bunch of covers. Um, Icon versus Hardware, number three. I can't believe that's still going. I thought that had ended. It just seems like that book's going on forever. It must have missed a month or two. Um, but we do get that Power Girl special. Very odd. This is a $6, $7 if you're getting any of the other covers. But to put that out on a week where you also have another $10 book, I'm not sure that's a good idea. DC's asking but, for a lot of money this week. Yeah, they're asking for a lot, even though they ain't got a lot. But uh, this is going to lean into the new Power Girl book and also a Fire and Ice book. That's a mini series of them hanging out in Smallville, which sounds so much better than the Power Girl book coming out. But Superman's been hitting. You know, Superman family been hitting lately. So I'm, I'm in it. Uh, David Nakayama probably has the best cover showcasing all three of the ladies in this book. Man, that's great. David Nakayama. Yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, but really, that's about it. They do have this Suicide Squad, Kill Arkham. Uh, it's a prequel to that upcoming video game. So, nope. Don't care. Doesn't matter. They have a 1 and in 50 know, variant for that. That I mean, it's beautiful. Try to sell comic books to something that's coming out soon. Oh, I hope yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're just pimping out. You know, they're doing I mean, it's obligatory at this point. It's, it's all well coming out. We have to have a comic um, for it. 
You know, every now and then, one of these silly yeah. things comes out, and it's actually pretty good. Like that Injustice t- comic tie-in. I dismissed right. it right away. It's Injustice just some... had no business yeah. being that good. But, you know, Tom Taylor was writing it, and he just he he took that turd and he spun gold out of it, you know? <laughs> He's a rumble still. He wasn't even well-known then. I mean, that's, no, that's that was like one of his. Like, that was probably know, his breakout book. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was. He had written like I think Wolverine before that, or uh, yeah, the X twenty three Wolverine. But that was his first like big success. I think it's probably the reason he's on so many books today. Yeah, his his work on X twenty three though, introducing Honey Badger and that that really. Oh, did I love that run. run. I definitely prefer yeah, it that. Really did two, come back into the it, light. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, people, I think, have rediscovered that since he has become such a big name now. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, every now and then you get one of these, like, shitty tie-in things that's just trying to, you know, do some press work for a movie or a video game or something. And it's actually pretty good. I don't know if this is going to be the case, but, you know, it's worth – it's not something you should dismiss out of hand nowadays. Yo, 100%. Totally agree. Love this cover by Steve Beach. Very well done, sir. It looks like a photograph. It's yeah. Amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's it from the Distinguished Competition. Moving on to House of Ideas. Alien number two. Um, I, I can't read the Alien books. I, I have trouble I'm having a hard it, time keeping track. Like, I feel like they did the last Alien number one just like a couple years ago, right? And no, they did they, Alien number one. They did a, a volume two number one. Like uh, That's exactly years. what I was just fucking yeah. saying, David. Yes. Like, <laughs> eight months ago. Because that actually, that one was pretty good. They had the synthetics going into a, a world that was contaminated to retrieve something. Yeah. And it was did pretty good. Did you read good. this debut? Uh, yeah, I did. It's um kind of part of the course, you know, corporations doing net, uh, dumb stuff. Sure. Getting people that's killed. Aliens do. get involved. Uh, yeah. There's aliens. Clearly, they're, they're on an ice does planet. nothing but kill people. I don't even <laughs> know what true. their business model <laughs> Building is. Building better worlds. They're on a they're yeah. on some weird ice planet, and they've discovered aliens frozen in ice. And oh, cool! They've decided yeah, to let one thaw out, and it's a face. Oh, that's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what that's what they do. It's yeah. all. Yeah, that's what they do. started out like the thing where it's like, hey, there's an alien in ice. Let's thaw it out, and then it's like turned into no, this murder spree. <laughs> right. Uh. Moving on, yeah, this is the big book of the week, uh, Spider-Man 26. The story's all been broken. We all know what's going to happen in here. So there you go. It's going to be a really big hit. I can't believe how many people, I've, I've been reading so many negative things about the death of Miss Marvel because of what's coming up like here pretty context. shortly. And this is like, you know, just wait and see what happens. You know, I know they announced it, but, you know, just don't shit over something that you haven't read yet. I haven't yeah, been I mean, on I understand the knee-jerk reaction. Like, I haven't been a fan of this book since long before any of this happens. You know, I just mm-hmm. ever since the Amazing Spider-Man number one, this current run came out, I have not been following it. But definitely, I, you know, don't just don't just immediately dismiss. I guess the spoiler material out of hand. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure they're going to do something with that story. My guess is it involves her being a mutant and resurrection and then moving. See, they don't even need to do that. They can just resurrect anyone nowadays. You know, they resurrect well, they can, America. but it would be cooler if they actually retconned it so that she is a full on mutant. You know, I think that's better for unless the comic you're in this triple D book, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> right, right. But she's not going to be dead long. It does give them, it opens it up for them to tell stories that we already know are coming. 
about this character's death and its impact on other characters and things like that. But I will say I'm more interested in reading that than I am reading this. Yes, like, for I'm sure. more interested in reading that. Uh, that yeah. uh, what's the name of the thing they do with the Forgotten dead friend or something? Death fallen a, friend. Fallen, fallen friend. Yeah, yeah. fallen. It was that they same thing that. they did with the original Captain Marvel back in the day, and they did it with Captain America too. After they had done it with Captain America, yeah, they. That was a five-parter, that one. But um, I have all of those. I they're amazing. Well, they're actually pretty good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. So that is a good really example good. how like take letting a writer come in, especially like when you got G. Willow Wilson and other people, like yes. Salad and Ahmed, and people who like know the character to come in and just kind of like shine a spotlight on what this character means to people. That I think could be some good story, and I'm looking forward to that more yeah. so than I am to this actual death issue itself. Yeah, me Taylor, too, absolutely right. I mean, Miss Marvel means a lot to a lot of different people. Oh yeah, Miss Marvel is, I think, the best character to come out in the current decade, or I guess the previous decade now. Oh yeah, oh, people God. were talking shit so and saying, "Man, why don't they pick the character? Who cares about this character? She's not a lot of people do." And I'm like, dude, you're insane. She's had multiple. She has hits. a fucking TV show. TV she's gonna show. be in a movie. You, what, she's been a bunch fuck? of cartoons, and yeah, she's legitimately one of the best characters to come out in the last decade. Yeah, and she's yes. been affiliated in the comic books of almost every single superhero organization on the face of the planet. So it's like everybody's gonna be connected to her in one way, shape, or another. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Exactly, man. She's been the heart of so many cool teams doing so many weird, different things in comics with. The what was she in the Young Avengers, the New Warriors, the Champions, oh, yeah. whatever the yeah. hell it was. I can never keep that one was straight. Champions, but she was on the Avengers itself too for a little while. Yeah, but there's a lot of opportunity there. My knee jerk reaction to it is this book sucks, so they're trying to make it popular by doing a cheap murder. I'm okay with it, but it does that's my own knee jerk reaction to it. I got no beef with them doing it to this character. It just feels like they're taking a very popular character, murdering her in a book that is not hers. That I do think is kind of Spider-Man. But yeah, it, yeah, this is beef. I think. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, but this is definitely something to help, probably help Spider-Man grow a little bit more. And yeah, it does seem like, and I saw some comments already from some of the reviewers. This goes, this is definitely woman in the fridge syndrome, which is not going to be that. It's definitely not. Marvel's smarter than that. They're no, not going to do this. Women in the Bridge is, is way different than this. This is yeah. only done to make the main character yeah. lean and into of, their motivations. A lot of yeah, that has to do with that already. Roses. If it's Kamala had agency in her own death, then that is different from women in refrigerators. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, they've, and they've already said they're doing books about her death and what it means to the universe. That is in no way pushing anyone else's story but hers and we've exactly. seen this in the captain america fallen friend and then we saw it in the original captain marvel um fallen friend how it put made their characters even more popular and you know we always knew they were going to bring back captain uh, america you know marvel is probably one of the characters that can never come back one of like four you know that can never come back um uncle ben Uncle Ben, the Waynes, the Waynes uh, and yeah. Uncle Ben is dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jorel has come, and they've all actually come back <laughs> at different are. points. I mean, yeah. all of them at the very least have had like alternate universe shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bruce Wayne's dad's my favorite Batman. So, except honestly, me. it's a pretty cool story. Like Flashpoint that sucked, but it had a lot of cool ideas, and that was yeah. Really oh cool. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the coolest Dr. one. Wayne, He's the only one that Batman. sucked. Like his, especially Martha Wayne being the Joker, that's just that oh, is yeah, a that was, good that was twist on the cake. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I guess we don't have much right, to say about the actual right. issue. So yeah, let's move on. Yeah, we're talking about future events. Yeah, that's the only issue. thing that's happening. Uh, Avengers Beyond. I'm not sure if you're still reading this, Taylor, but man, I never I love, read this. I love this team. Oh, you didn't read this? Okay. Yeah. Man, I love that team though, dude. I love that team so much. Bendis. Love it. Wasn't that a Hickman team? Uh, Why so is no, Beyond? And then there's. Uh, no, I thought Bendis had originally no, no. put them in his no, the, uh, shield the run. Black the Black Order. The very beginning of his shield run. No, those guys appeared in um, the Infinity event that Cat Jonathan Hickman wrote. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Then Hickman. Hickman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Betsy Braddock, Captain Marvel, or Britain. I haven't really been reading that. Um, but Captain America Symbol of Truth does continue the Cold War story. This is the oh, second yeah. best Captain America book they're printing right now. Um, well, that's still pretty damn good. A, that's a pretty backhanded compliment, but I agree. <laughs> but still, yeah. Uh, uh, R.B. Silva's art really is the reason to read this. And oh, absolutely. You, this is you can't not read it if you're enjoying the Cold War story, which I am. It's been very yeah, good. it's been very well done. I wish I remembered the artist who was on the uh, that previous story arc of the uh, the Sentinel of Liberty book, but that guy was pretty amazing too. We've been really spoiled with great artwork in these Captain America books for the most part. Man, I think that's Absolutely a key true. to the Captain America books is good art. I mean, Ed Ed Brubaker and run would not have been the same, you, you know, without that style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it just wouldn't have been. And, yeah. I think he's one of those – Wolverine is also a little bit like that too, you know. You could tell a Wolverine story, but if you have an artist that can actually – set the tone for the story it makes such a difference it makes such a difference uh all right moving on carnage number 13 you know summer of venom or whatever the hell it's called this year um we do get a ryan statement cover there which is pretty nice yeah yeah there's not really any uh symbiote fans on the panel here yeah Whoa. uh clobbering time number three uh ben Grimm kicking it with um dr strange this is really oh, looking forward to this Carter. one a lot this, is, um, this yeah. is the Marvel book that I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah. Nice. On the one hand, um, I don't – the Doctor Strange uh, team-up seems a little strange because he's not like this gritty brawler like the Hulk and Wolverine were in the last two issues. But Doctor yeah. Strange – They live present, right down the street, though. They live right the, down the street. Doctor Strange's presence does mean that we're going to get some really trippy bullshit for them to draw on this issue. Oh, and that's yeah. going to be pretty cool to see. Mm. The Steve Scrochy art, for sure. That's the only yeah, that's the like, main reason to buy this. These like eldritch right, monsters. You know, it's what we're really for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and they just live like right down the street from each other, Taylor. So it's not yeah. a big leap that they wouldn't be like getting a hot dog and just meet each other. True enough. <laughs> we will look yeah, at it's the art. It's kind of strange how close ever, all of them live next to one another, except I mean, they all. I know New York's not like tiny, but like yeah, like ninety nine percent of the Marvel heroes live in New York, or at least have yeah, a house except, there. Yeah, except for the X Men who live in New Jersey, but you know we don't discuss that. Well, it's right, across, it's right over the river, though. It's basically New York. It's basically New York. When the plane takes off, as soon as it hits altitude, it's in New York. Just saying. <laughs> Remember that. Remember when the X Men were simple people just hanging out at a school where there happened to be a plane underneath the basketball court. And now, look what Hickman did. Look what he did. It's crazy. 
Anyway, yeah, this, them from the this area. Looks okay, code. this looks like some Eldritch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what the phone code is for Krakoa. Uh, anyway, Deadpool number seven, Doctor Strange number three. This Doctor Strange run has not been great. It has just been okay. Uh, sorry, Jed McKay. You're either complete miss for me, like I don't even get it, or you're right in the bullseye. This is a miss for me. I am not enjoying this at all after two issues. Mm. Fastcraft Fighter artwork's pretty cool to look at, but yeah, it's just kind of. No, it's not bad. It's whatever. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just. Yeah, there have been a lot better ones. Oh, there is a Peach Momoko Spider Verse for the Deadpool cover. It's like Deadpool is Spider Man, but I don't know. It's just okay, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, Edge, Edge of Spider Verse. Um, Punisher number 12. This is a big one because this is wrapping it. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely talk about this on Sunday, but, uh, this has been a really, really cool Punisher series. It has been, yeah. A lot of the tropes, a lot of the methodologies. And I say that Jason Aaron definitely created, helped create one of those methodologies to tell Punisher stories where it flashes back to, you know, Frank's terrible past. I mean, it's not, I don't really like that. But I've enjoyed Jason those that Aaron a lot. Knows how to do it. Yeah, Jason. You and I are on. You and I are on opposite ends of that one because I've really enjoyed all the flashback segments. But I think neither of us could deny that Jason Aaron just gets this character. For sure. You know, in a very fundamental 100%. way. And that was a hell of a cliffhanger we left off on last time. So uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing the pickup here. I was not expecting that. Uh, it, it, of course, it's leading to the obvious end where the I don't even remember her name. Was she the madam of the of the hand? The, the hand. priestess. Yeah, the ring, the pinky finger of the hand, or whatever the hell her name is. Yeah, she's she gonna get owned. She's definitely gonna get owned. I'm anxious to see where Punisher goes after this. Nothing's been solicited for Punisher in the next three months. That's pretty weird. Coming off of a run like this, where they changed so much, uh, maybe they didn't want to spoil this. You know, maybe uh, not. An- maybe yeah, maybe another big angle for Punisher to do. Well, I mean, it, there could still be a Punisher book. This was very popular. You know, it got a lot of people talking. Um, the main thing was that, well, he'll be back to the regular skull symbol by the end of, of Jason Aaron's series. I'm still expecting that to happen. But if that were to happen, maybe they would have solicited another book. Or yeah. are they killing Frank off at the end of this? I mean, comics being comics, this you know. Was first announced as well. Of course, they someone will eventually put Punisher kind of, kind of back to basics at some point, mm-hmm. but the way they'd have to really rush that through if they're doing that here. So I don't think that's where we're going to end up at the end of this yeah. issue. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a, a reset for him coming anytime soon. There was a lot of concern when they were changing his his look, his symbol, from people who actually give a damn. Because, Not just yeah, there's people who like are yeah. just idiots. The Punisher has a lot of problematic fans, and so they they bitched and moaned about it, but, you know, who cares? But there were also people who, like, you know, are more, you know, comic fan fans of the Punisher, and, you know, they had some legitimate complaints about, like, you know, changing, you know, because that is an iconic look for him and everything. I think it did work for this story. I'm just anxious to see if they are going to go back or they're going to do the unthinkable in the con- in this context and just kill him off and say, no, Frank doesn't deserve to live in this Marvel universe. 
I can understand that. I don't think that will happen because he's I, going to be in the Daredevil show. You know he is. You I know. don't know that they're going to kill him off here, but I do not think he's going to just go like back to yeah, like the the old look and the old life at the end of this issue either. Well, we're yeah. going to see like he's going to be in some sort of limbo after this. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. Totally agree. Yeah, Frankencastle is still my favorite. Punisher story. When that is such a road, dumb idea. <laughs> when he was in the War Machine armor, it was amazing. It, that was a great run. Um, last angle here. Nothing else at Marvel Comics is solicited for Jason Aaron after this Punisher book. Just saying. Just saying. Jason Aaron doesn't have anything solicited for the next three months at Marvel Comics. Take that as you will. Take He's that. Probably you working know. on something. I, I mean, maybe, maybe. Is he going to DC? Is he going to start working for DC and doing some that's, stuff? That's how I you would... get it for a surprise for San Diego Comic Con. Oh. Regardless of what he's writing or not writing in the future, he has been writing a lot of Marvel comics the last few years. Yeah. He wrote Avengers. He wrote the epic Thor run, of course. So yeah. it would be probably best for both if he just kind of took a little bit of a hiatus from Marvel anyway. I'd love to know? see him bring a Jonah Hex book back, dude. Oh, that would be rad as dude, hell. He writes that. the fuck out of out of that western shit, dude. I would yes. love to see him bring a Jonah Hex. I can't him. think of a DC character that is more up his alley than Jonah oh, Hex. That'd be so great, so great. That just popped in there. I, I hadn't even thought of that before, but yeah, that's just. Well, I guess broken clocks right twice a day. That's right. That. That's right. I've been. That's my second time. I better not press my luck the rest of the night. Yeah. Spider Man 2099, Silver Surfer Ghostlight, a uh, couple Star Wars books with a bunch of variants, uh, Dr. Afra and Santa Staros, uh, Venom Lethal Protector that does have a great uh, Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. homage cover. That's <laughs> really dope. I love that for some reason. I don't get it. That's, I'm mad at myself for how much I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after Steranko, of course, one of the living yeah. legends of, of comic book art. Just. Perfect. Uh, but then we get the X-23 Daily Genesis. This has been just okay. It also flashes back a lot, which I don't like in a comic unless, you know, it's it's done a certain way, but uh, yeah, this has been if, just fine. If a flashback leads to world building and character building, it's fine. If it's just there just because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and a lot of times it feels like it does this in a yeah. way like to remind you of where this character's been. Why would I need to be reminded? If I'm picking this book up, it's because I'm a fan of the character. Uh, I don't know. It's just been I okay. Mean, I'm still going to literally just story. like retelling something that we've already seen before. Yeah, that's stupid. It is. But if way. it is, if it's something that like from like a secret hidden part of their past, you know that that's fine. I guess depends on how well it's, it's always done. A secret hidden part of their past. Always, yeah. always. Which sometimes is a hit and sometimes it's a miss. Mm -hmm. Like when they were doing that with Batman, where he was like summer camp friends with Two Face when he was a kid. Oh, I thought that was stupid as hell. I hated it that. Was terrible. It was like Austin Powers three. This one time at summer camp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Face Harvey Dent and Lamont. Uh, Harvey Dent's too. been retconned so much though. Yeah. Say again, Andy. I said, and Lamont Cranston was there also at summer camp. <laughs> yeah. yeah was Everybody was there. <laughs> yeah. Everybody all, all, all the high. <laughs> That's so I'm weird. Like, oh, and hey, we, we see a Dark Phoenix saga collected there. If you don't already have it, it's worth checking out. But yeah. Who hasn't read yeah, Dark Phoenix? Of course. Though, you know? Yeah. I mean, 
Or watch X Men '92 or whatever the fuck it is. They get into a lot 97, of '97, ain't it? Oh, is it '97? The two and the seven look the same. It's just the way my. There's a comic anyway. that's '92, and then there's a uh, TV show. I think is '97. Yeah, yes. they just okay. Okay, um, because I just saw a blurb on uh that Jennifer Hale is doing the voice of Jean Grey in the cartoon adaptation yes. in '97. I have heard that as well. Yeah, the upcoming Disney Plus thing is 97. This comic that we that can shit's see gonna hit so hard. That shit, I I'm cannot sure. wait to make my old lady watch I heard all they, of that. I heard they almost got everybody shit. back for that. Yeah, dude, they were back. excited to do it. They were like, we left unfinished business on the fucking table. We literally left scripts that we had read on the table when that shit got canceled. They're excited that they're getting right I, back into I, the flow of what they left. I don't All that remember. time, it was basically like, hey, wherever you're working right now, it's shutting down. You're never going to see these people again. That sucks. I've been in that. That sucks. I think someone said they weren't going to come back. I don't remember who, but someone yeah, will probably remind me later down on the road who's yeah. like the exact character. But, you know, almost everybody's coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to Dynamite. See, that there wasn't really a lot for Marvel. Uh, Barbarella is good. Uh, the only reason I'm going to mention it is because it does have a Matabek Musabekov variant cover. This is the artist who did the previous Barbarella series, and he is amazing. Mark my words. I'm still counting on this dude getting a Marvel or DC series by the end of the year. The art in that last Barbarella series was brilliant. I loved it. This one, not so much. This one, not so much. Uh, Darkwing Duck, great. That's uh, just reprints. You know, reprints. Uh, and that's but it. Gargoyles. Gargoyles number six. Gargoyles number six. Yeah. Uh, all that Disney shit is kicking it over at, at Dynamite right now, dude. They're really doing a great great job. Uh, oh, but yes, the big book from Dynamite is Pathfinder Comics are back. Yeah, Pathfinder Comics are back. The RPG... You know, tabletop RPG. Yeah. Fred Van Lint, Iman Casalos. So, yeah, this is on my radar. It's probably one of the biggest books on my radar. Um, but really, that's it. Van Perella. Booyah, booyah. Uh, all right, Dave. Except for the IDW stuff, which I will be touching on. You all are right. up. Okay. Um, first book on the list is uh, Barbaric. Catfight. Hell to pay. Oh, cool. Oh, Catfight's IDW. Hell to pay. Yeah. Yeah. Vault uh, Comics. Uh, this Barbaric series is really, you know, there's big fans. There's a lot of big fans. Yeah, it's it's Spawn. It's Spawn of uh, a second volume, a, a spinoff, and a, thir- a second spinoff. Because that yeah. Barbarian's yeah. book is uh, out of the same universe, I believe. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. So good on Vault, very small publisher, hanging out with Michael Morrissey. Yeah, great book. Okay. Uh, the so next book, the next book Cat is Catfight. Catfight. Yeah, yes. Catfight. Cat IDW, since IDW's been pushed out of the top spots. Uh, Andrew Wheeler, Ililius Kriazis. Uh, <laughs> very good artist. I just I can't pronounce their name. But it's John Wick meets Kill Bill meets Cats. Yeah, 100% in um, on this. Uh, Andy, no spoilers, but you've gotten an early look. Did you get a chance to thumb through this? I did have a chance to thumb through it, and then tomorrow you can join me on the group page where I do a review, preview, no spoilers of the whole entire book. Plug. 
Plug. <laughs> nice. Plugging your nice. pluggables. But, uh, quick review. I, hey, I'll plug, my, I'll plug my own shit until the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, if you don't support yourself, nobody else is going to do it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so good or bad? Go ahead. One word review right now. One, one word, word review you don't of this? Good or bad. Just one word review. I'm going to say interesting. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Very good. That, that's yeah, my I'm one more review. It's interesting. So yeah, join me tomorrow for a little bit more in depth. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a character named Schrodinger in it. That's all. Oh I'm yeah. Saying. I'm not that's, that's why I'm saying interesting that's for. That's why I said interesting for. <laughs> uh Dave, continue please with all right. the indie books. All right. The uh next Is that book your cat? on the list. Yes, she was napping and I didn't put her up. Now she's up. This is, I'm hearing a cat. I'm wondering if it's Gomer's or someone else's. No, my I cat's like, yeah, they scratch. I was fighting the instinct about... so hard just to knee jerk blame Dave for like the weird background noise. And it actually was yeah. him this time. It was him this time. Yeah, but, yeah, but I have cats now. So you're like, I'm not sure. Hey, at least no one's complaining about my dishwasher. So I'm okay. <laughs> no, I don't hear it. Yeah, I don't hear it. Uh, that was, uh, the curse of, uh, Cleaver County number two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is on, not, not source point. Oh, it is source point. Yeah, Gary source Gunn, point. Kit Wallace. Looks like I some horror. This. Yeah. It's a bit yeah, of a horror either. book. Uh, it's like, you know, you can, uh, going back home, <laughs> uncovering dark family secrets. That's what this oh, book is about. Awesome. Nice. All right. Nice. Uh, the next book. Also from Source Point Press is uh, Deep Dark Number Two. Mm. Another kind of going home, but this I think was werewolves. If that's what I remember reading, man, how uh, come all horror books nowadays are going home and seeing what you used to do in the past? I hate that shit. Yeah, it, I lived an okay life, man. I'm not haunted by my past. That, that's Much. that's where most horror books are going now. It seems like that's the niche of horror books is like, you know, you grew up in the small town, you went away, and all of a sudden you come back. It's like, actually, you didn't really know your past. This is actually what happened. Right. Yeah, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. Uh, cool, Dave. All righty. Uh, next book on the, on the list is also another one from Source Point Press. A lot of it tonight is Franklin and the Ghost Number One. Yeah, so. this looks really freaking weird. Based dude. on an animated series. This is like on an anime. Yeah. Animated yeah. series, yeah. Also Garrett Gunn. Yep. Yeah. Looks sort uh, of like the uh, Paula Abdul video. I was about to say MC Scat Cat or some shit. Yeah, that MC was Scat Cat. Taylor has no business knowing that. That shit came out before he was born. He has no business knowing who MC Scat Cat is, but he comes out he with a reference. That's, that's all that matters, Gomer. He knows it. I'm knowledgeable. What can I tell you? Yeah, he's over the top. He's like, I used to watch Pablo Video. I know before I was born, okay? I know yeah. stuff before I was born. My parents taught me correctly. <laughs> uh, but okay, yeah, this looks like a pretty exciting book, but I have no idea who any of these characters are. If they're not, I Paul don't Abdul either. They're, they're talking about like MC crashing on crashing care. on planet Earth, stealing a ship, and there's ghosts involved. And yeah. I'm just like, what? I'm on board at least for the first issue. Wait, so the character's name is Ghost, and then there's also right. like actual ghosts. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that if it's a ghost. Confusing. Ghost, it's a ghost. 
Yeah. Scooby Doo, it's a ghost. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, where is it? Uh, uh, next book, if the comic shop will get it, is the Legion of Exceptional Gorilla Men. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, that's a deep cut. Oh, dude, look at this. It's all cheesecake. Oh, that's lady. That is Sorry. not the cover I was expecting. Oh, okay, it's not the right thing. All right, it's not the. It's not right. Right. How the hell yeah, is that the book. cover for the League of Exceptional Alexander Gorilla There we go. That's much better. Uh, Alexander Banchiti, Gerardo Gambone on uh, American Mythologies. Yeah, it looks like a little cartoon comedy sort of thing. Yeah, it looks kind of like a Hanna Barbera's uh, thing it, from the back of the day. It's kind of like it's kind of like I guess Planet of the Apes meets Justice League or something like that. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, Justice League actually already did that. But yeah, they had. They've cool, also cool. had like you know Good the Jurassic out. League. Dude, and then the last book that shit is amazing. The last book of notes for the Indies is North Valley Grimoire Number One. How did I know? Blake Northcutt, Giuseppe Cafaro, um, Faye Dalton is the artist behind the glamorous illustrations on 007 Hard Case Crime. Her iconic style. Amplifies what? What is happening here? It's spycraft meets spellcraft. Yeah, James Bond style adventure fused with supernatural suspense of the magicians. Oh, that that sounds cool. Yeah, that sounds like a, a fun premise. The CIA is the CIA is going after magic. Users. Oh, that sounds pretty fun, dude. This is That's on massive whatnot publishing. Yeah, that sounds cool. Nice. Uh, I don't think we're done. Because we do have that's the last um, that's the last that I picked out. I yeah, knew there was I'm sure. Be some stuff because... that you want to talk about Star Trek at least, and maybe TM. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of fun Star Trek uh, trades coming out. The Mirror War, the Picard. Uh, it's it's like kind of between season two and season three. A Stargazer, Warriors of the Mirror War trade comes out, but it's all about Star Trek Annual. Colin Kelly, Jackson Lanzig, uh, Rachel Stott in here. I've already read this. Basically, they have this new experimental ship, but all of the algorithms that they use to control everything basically become sentient and go to the holodeck and become all the characters from all the different Star Trek series that we know. Okay? Oh, and I know Lord. it sounds weird, oh. but they make it fucking work so well. All of Well, I don't doubt it, up. because Jackson so, and Lansing, they have a... They have, like, the heartbeat of Star Trek down pretty well in most of these books that they're doing so far. So, like, if it wasn't them, I would probably roll my eyes at this, like, you know, Cisco teaming up with Kirk and Picard and Pike and Janeway. You know, just yeah. that seems like such a clusterfuck. But well, I, I trust Cisco, this creative team. You know, so. Cisco, and, yeah. Cisco and Kirk <laughs> did meet up in the Sorry, actual Andrew. DS9 speed, uh, series. Uh, in the book. Kind, no, in the, yeah, in the show. Is, who did? With Kirk? Kirk and Cisco met up because of time travel shenanigans. Yep. Oh, oh that's that. right. There was the trouble the with triples, triples revisit in DS9. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's right. I remember triples. that. That's a great episode. Dax looks amazing in that episode, wearing, and she's like showing it off, like, "Ooh, look what they used to wear." You know? Oh, I love it. Like leaning into the feminism of it. You know? Because back then, wearing that short shit was kind of a feminist statement, and I don't know. It, it was very good, but. Just another little tidbit on the Star Trek annual. 
by the end of the book, the whole crew is playing Dungeons and Dragons, and Data is the dungeon master. That's all I'm gonna say. That's the only spoiler you need. Oh, I need to read this now. So the whole, the whole, it the whole is ship so is basically an EMA. I need to read that now. Dope. <laughs> the whole, the entire ship it is, is so dope. I can't think if Data would be an amazing no. dungeon master or the worst dungeon master. He's yeah. It's either all or nothing. All or nothing. It depends yeah. on whether or not his emotion ships on. Right, because emotion ship off. He's the rules lawyeriest motherfucker ever. Emotion ship <laughs> on. He may get too into it, you know, and ruin the game for everybody. It might be a know? tiny Tina thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, awesome. Those are the books coming out this week. Uh, out this week, y'all. Uh, Star Trek's definitely top of my list. Uh, nothing else really sparks much joy. I'm sorry. Uh, there are some okay things like uh, Tree World or whatever World Tree. World Tree. Clobbering um, time's always fun. I'm looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah, clobbering time's always fun. Uh, the DC's got the pride and the Power Girl. The Power Girl's going to be, you know, very important for books coming out later. Yeah. I'm not sure that's enough to get me excited. DC had a big week last week. It feels like they this did. is kind of like a, a lull week for them. Yeah, they definitely did, man. But uh, anything else worth last mentions on that, y'all? Uh, yeah, that, Punisher 12 looks cool. Oh, yeah. The, that's Savage, the Savage Strength of uh, Starstorm. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Le I thought you were going to go with that Legion of Monkey shit. No. <laughs> like, I, no, dude, no one's reading that. The no North Valley the Grimoire looks good. Oh, it does. It looks fun. Interesting premise. You know, uh, awesome. Have, cool. Andy, you know, what? You, final? Don't have much for me over here. It's like yeah, I know. Right yeah. Now. But do look for his review coming up of uh, Cat, Cat Fight. Cat yeah. Fight. Yeah. All I can say right now is interesting. Nice. Nice. Uh, awesome. Everybody, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. If you like what we're doing, check out what Leroy and Eli are doing over the Comic Book Bullies. Uh, they got their own little pop culture show going on. They did an episode last night. It was quite good. Uh, check them out at this page on Facebook or go to OutrightGeekery.com. We have links to everything that we've got going on, everything that the Bullies are doing, everything we're doing, video channels, audio channels, uh, social media, merch, Patreon, just a tip. It gives if it's just a tip. Yep. Uh, and the aforementioned Facebook group where Andy will be ruining Catfight later on this week. Hey, that's me. <laughs> yeah, hey. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back Sunday to talk about news. Not sure how much news is going to be happening because everybody's holding their cards for the big conventions and there's not really yeah, yeah we're like releasing things until after, you know, SGCC. Yeah, all the big news. I'm sure... <laughs> This should be a big Comic Con this year. We'll probably finally find out, or at least hopefully, you know, where start where uh, Transformers and uh, GI Joe are ending up. And I know, like yeah. I cannot. There's gonna, gonna get, definitely going to get more Star Wars news and everything else. More Warner Brothers Discovery stuff for the DCEU stuff with James Gunn. We're going to get a lot of stuff there, dude. Yeah, I, we don't even care about the movie and TV shit. I mean, I care, but not for, like in the context of the show. But, I mean, just with the comics, where's X-Men going to end up after Fall of X? Dawn of X, Dawn of X, Dawn of DC stuff, you know, oh, coming out. Yeah, we're going to get all um, of that. We're going to get yeah, all that, dude. Like, two to three weeks from now. <laughs> oh, it's it's going to be an amazing summer. We're so happy y'all are here with us. So, uh, again, thanks for hanging out, everybody. But most of all, thanks to these jokers for hanging out with this joker. Always fun. Oh, yeah. I'd like to think Taylor's the one with his, with the fingers under the nose. Dave's probably uh, yeah. with the. Dave's probably no. I don't know. It's hard for Andy and Dave. Who's got the bloody crowbar? That'd probably be me. But I'm not included because I'm not one of the jokers here. 
I like to think Taylor's you're the one that the, the one doing this. I like to think you're the one that the middle Joker just hit with the crowbar. <laughs> yeah, there like, you go. Situation. Yes, I'm I'm Todd Lane. Yeah, you're Jason Taylor. Todd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. Thanks. Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah. Again, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Uh, we're gonna do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. I work very hard.